You're listening to the weekly Bible lesson from the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, Plainfield, New Jersey, the United States of America. This is the lesson for Sunday, May 29th, 2022. Subject, Ancient and Modern Necromancy, alias Mesmerism and Hypnotism Denounced. The golden text is from Ephesians. Take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. The responsive reading is from Revelation. And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought, and his angels, and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. The Bible Matthew and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Genesis Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, 
and they knew that they were naked. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. 1 Thessalonians But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light, and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. Matthew And it came to pass, when Jesus had finished all these sayings, he said unto his disciples, Ye know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Then assembled together the chief priests and the scribes and the elders of the people, unto the palace of the high priest, which was called Caiaphas, and consulted that they might take Jesus by subtlety and kill him. Then one of the twelve, called Judas Iscariot, went unto the chief priests, and said unto them, What will ye give me, and I will deliver him unto you? And they covenanted with him, for thirty pieces of silver. And from that time he sought opportunity to betray him. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, and saith unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then said he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, 
even unto death. Tarry ye here, and watch with me. And he went a little further, and fell on his face, and prayed, saying, O oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples, and findeth them asleep, and saith unto Peter, What, could ye not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Rise, let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that doth betray me. And while he yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great multitude with swords and staves from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, that same is he. Hold him fast. And forthwith he came to Jesus and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Then came they and laid hands on Jesus and took him. James Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. 1 Peter Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. I will now read correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. There is no power apart from God. Omnipotence has all power, and to acknowledge any other power 
is to dishonor God. The exterminator of error is the great truth that God, good, is the only mind, and that the suppositious opposite of infinite mind, called devil or evil, is not mind, is not truth, but error, without intelligence or reality. There can be but one mind, because there is but one God. And if mortals claimed no other mind, and accepted no other, sin would be unknown. We can have but one mind, if that one is infinite. The first mention of evil is in the legendary scriptural text in the second chapter of Genesis. God pronounced good all that he created, and the scriptures declare that he created all. The tree of life stands for the idea of truth, and the sword which guards it is the type of divine science. The tree of knowledge stands for the erroneous doctrine that the knowledge of evil is as real, hence as God bestowed, as the knowledge of good. The serpentine form stands for subtlety, winding its way amidst all evil, but doing this in the name of good. Its sting is spoken of by Paul when he refers to spiritual wickedness in high places. It is the animal instinct in mortals which would impel them to devour each other and cast out devils through Beelzebub. As of old, evil still charges the spiritual idea with error's own nature and methods. This malicious animal instinct, of which the dragon is the type, incites mortals to kill morally and physically even their fellow mortals. And worse still, to charge the innocent with the crime. This last infirmity of sin will sink its perpetrator into a night without a star. The author is convinced that the accusations against Jesus of Nazareth and even his crucifixion were instigated by the criminal instinct here described. The Revelator speaks of Jesus as the Lamb of God and of the dragon as warring against innocence. Since Jesus must have been tempted in all points, he, the Immaculate, met and conquered sin in every form. From Genesis to the Apocalypse, sin, sickness, and death envy, hatred, and revenge, all evil, are typified by a serpent or animal subtlety. Jesus said, quoting a line from the Psalms, They hated me without a cause. The serpent is perpetually close upon the heel of harmony. 
From the beginning to the end, the serpent pursues with hatred the spiritual idea. In Genesis, this allegorical talking serpent typifies mortal mind, more subtle than any beast of the field. In the Apocalypse, when nearing its doom, this evil increases and becomes the great red dragon, swollen with sin, inflamed with war against spirituality, and ripe for destruction. It is full of lust and hate, loathing the brightness of divine glory. As named in Christian science, animal magnetism or hypnotism is the specific term for error or mortal mind. It is the false belief that mind is in matter and is both evil and good, that evil is as real as good and more powerful. This belief has not one quality of truth. It is either ignorant or malicious. The malicious form of hypnotism ultimates in moral idiocy. Mesmerism is mortal material illusion. Animal magnetism is the voluntary or involuntary action of error in all its forms. It is the human antipode of divine science. Science must triumph over material sense and truth over error, thus putting an end to the hypotheses involved in all false theories and practices. Christian science goes to the bottom of mental action and reveals the theodicy which indicates the rightness of all divine action as the emanation of divine mind and the consequent wrongness of the opposite so-called action, evil, occultism, necromancy, mesmerism, animal magnetism, hypnotism. That false claim, that ancient belief, that old serpent whose name is devil, evil, claiming that there is intelligence in matter either to benefit or to injure men, is pure delusion, the red dragon, and it is cast out by Christ truth, the spiritual idea and so proved to be powerless. The words cast unto the earth show the dragon to be nothingness, dust to dust, and therefore, in his pretense of being a talker, he must be a lie from the beginning. Divine science shows how the lamb slays the wolf. Innocence and truth overcome guilt and error. Ever since the foundation of the world, ever since error would establish material belief, 
evil has tried to slay the lamb. But science is able to destroy this lie called evil. There will be greater mental opposition to the spiritual, scientific meaning of the scriptures than there has ever been since the Christian era began. The serpent, material sense, will bite the heel of the woman, will struggle to destroy the spiritual idea of love. And the woman, this idea, will bruise the head of lust. The spiritual idea has given the understanding a foothold in Christian science. The seed of truth and the seed of error, of belief and of understanding, yea, the seed of spirit and the seed of matter, are the wheat and tares which time will separate the one to be burned, the other to be garnered into heavenly places. For victory over a single sin, we give thanks and magnify the Lord of hosts. What shall we say of the mighty conquest over all sin? A louder song sweeter than has ever before reached high heaven, now rises clearer and nearer to the great heart of Christ. For the accuser is not there, and love sends forth her primal and everlasting strain. I will now read the three daily duties from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy. Daily Prayer It shall be the duty of every member of this church to pray each day, Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life, and love be established in me and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind and govern them. A rule for motives and acts. Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, divine love alone governs man and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin, in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counseling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to duty. It shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind.
By his works he shall be judged and justified or condemned. And from science and health, Christian scientists, be a law to yourselves that mental malpractice cannot harm you, either when asleep or when awake. This Bible lesson was prepared by the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. It is comprised of scriptural quotations from the King James Bible and correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, 1910 edition, by Mary Baker Eddy. For more information, please visit our website, plainfieldcs.com. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed day.